0: Oh, that sounds like a good sign. Talk once. Uh test, test.
1: Alright, hang on. One second.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I, I remember me and Matt having some issues. And we just had to kind of fiddle around with it for a bit. It's you know, it's not perfect, but it's
1: not good. Imagine that. <laughs> no. It is it is weird because I, th- I feel like I'm a- always having audio technical issues when it comes right. to stuff <laughs> it happens. I, use, I use it you know you know doing the webinars I have the webinars yeah but that, that, right but uh, I sold um, the, 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 when I did the podcasts now I have to come in and I have to change my settings and I go back to my desk and I'm doing the Google Meet every day <laughs> every day okay so Austin lead the way you have my outline there so all right let me just pull up
0: I believe so Matt had an outline that he usually does for the podcast I will as soon as I find that sure I will go with the start uh except it's been made hard to find all my stuff recently because we transferred everything over from our old domains to this new one so let me just find uh where Ah, we can just go with the flow. I don't remember what exactly, what exactly his intro is, but you know, it's it's a different episode. He's not here, so that's okay. All right. Anyways, all right. So I have your outline in front of me, and yeah, we can just you know go through it, and uh, I'll start us off, introduce you, and uh, yeah, we can kind of just go through it and go from there. All um. For me. So all right. And three, two, one, and here we are, welcome back to the
1: recruit
0: and we're joined today by Drea Kodas-Bode. Welcome, Drea. Hello, Austin. How are you today? Not too bad. Not too bad. How are you? I'm
1: wonderful. It's a beautiful Monday.
0: <laughs> so welcome back to the Recruiting Report, where we talk about all things recruiting. Today, we are taking a deep dive into the world of Split Placement Network and the Top Excellent Network, to be more specific. Um, One of my so, yeah, favorite things. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's kind of Dre's Dre's wheelhouse, and uh, yeah, we're going to take a deep dive and learn, you know, some ins and outs of you know what goes on in the network and you know what it takes to be a network recruiter.
1: So, yeah, absolutely, love to be here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm so, glad to uh, be
0: here. yeah, first <laughs> things first, I guess you know, I guess for the people who don't maybe stumbled upon this, what what is this split network like? What, what what are you doing it?
1: Well, my role, uh, I've been with uh, Top Echelon uh, since, well, it's been 16 years now. And for the past 14 plus years, I've been running the network, the split placement network of Top Echelon. That's what I do. I, I, you know, I'm kind of a Swiss army knife, really. (laughs) Some days I'm the mayor, some days I'm the sheriff, some days I'm the priest. It's uh, you know to 530 recruiting agencies across the country and they're all, they all join the top echelon network to be a part of a community to where they can get support on their roles and yeah. And, yeah. and split split jobs or split and do split placements. right. You know, some, sometimes they take on more jobs than they can handle from their clients because they don't want to say no.
0: Right. Well to
1: say no right. to a client. And exactly being a member of the network allows you to not say no and find help with trusted partners, right? Cause we just don't let anybody into top echelon. You have right. to go through a process. So yeah. It's a, it's a select community. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. Cool. So starting us off, you know, uh, as, as kind of a, an example, let's say I just joined, you know, the split placement network or top echelon network. Um, you know, now, now what, what, uh, what, what kind of, things would I be looking into, or what kind of process would that look like when I'm, when I'm joining a network?
1: It's a big, it's a big step, uh, you know, as you join the network, and you come into this whole new world where, you know, typically, recruiters are very guarded on their information, because, uh, you know, they work for it, it's their lifeblood, particularly right. the demographic that we serve, which is small to medium-sized offices. The average agency size is two point one recruiters per office here, and so you have a very guarded mindset coming in, particularly if you've never done splits before. Right. And so the so the first thing that people have to do is really sh- uh, shrug that a bit, that mentality right. of I have to protect everything and I can't tell anybody anything. Well, that defeats the purpose of being in a part of a community like this.
0: Right. It's almost like a walled garden where you know you're you're used to you know. having your information in like a, you know, silo or something like that. But yeah, I guess that would be kind of a weird transition if you're not used to it. It is,
1: it is a, it is a a difficult transition. And I've watched people struggle with it, but once they let go of that and they realize that, you know, we have rules and we have policies and we enforce them, right? and then they realize, oh, that's why they did the screening that they did before they even let me into this place. Um, yeah, then, they, then, it, then it all kind of collects and, at a moment and, and they realize what they're a part of and then they start to leverage it but uh, yeah. that first step is um, to become open and building new relationships with people and that is the, the gateway it's the doorway to right. success
0: right so in terms of the network you know as far as Software goes—is it you know? Software makes the network, or is it yeah. network makes the software?
1: Yeah. Which came first, the <laughs> chicken or the egg?
0: <laughs>
1: right. Uh, and in this case, um, we'll say it was the chicken because uh, it started out all on paper. Okay. And paper was—that was just a—you uh, know—it's just data. You know, the resumes and the jobs are just data. A network is a community of people. It's a system. And uh, so in order to get people connected properly, particularly nowadays, we have to have software to do it. Right. And so which comes first, the software, the people, and it is all it, it, it all circulates. It's all together. And we, we built these tools to help people be successful and connect with others. And so that'd be, the, that'd be the next step, actually, is uh, right. you know, when someone comes in, other than shrugging the, the concerns and the worries and being open to partnering with other people's it's learning the software
0: right right that i would i would imagine everything. yeah it's
1: right. pretty key very okay. key yeah okay if you, don't, if you don't know your tools what good are right. you if you're, if you're a craftsman you know you gotta you got this master carpenter who thinks he's a master carpenter got a truck exactly. full of tools but he doesn't know how to use any of them
0: yeah yeah he's, well so sure. i know in, in split recruiting i i, I know you know, I, I mean, I've talked to you in the past and I know a lot of, you know, recruiters have, you know, lifelong partnerships, you know, in some cases. So, you know, what do you, what do you think that the network is really good for in, in terms of um, or at least the soft on the software side? Um, what do you think people are using the software for? You know, is it just to share candidates or is it to connect with people? I guess it would I would imagine it'd be both. But do you think? I
1: think getting to the data. Um right. The, the, we have so much data here. You know, there's over 2600 jobs in the network right now. Wow, yeah. And 6 million candidates that the recruiters have access to. Jeez. So they're utilizing they're utilizing those tools um, as best as they can to get what they need accomplished. So, you know, whether it's submitting their job sharing their job to the network and then running searches through the, through the candidate database and making requests. Uh, Or sometimes they'll look at the, instead of making requests of those candidates, which they can do and everybody can do, they're looking at the data and saying, okay, who are these recruiters who have all of these candidates? And then they pick up the phone and call them and say, you have candidates. Right. That is specifically in my area of niche. Why are we not talking to each other? Yeah. Yeah. We need to, right? So they they use that yeah they they use if if you're using it properly again that goes back to knowing your tools right if you're using it properly you can actually you have this whole machine of data that you can use as far as analytics to know what you should be doing
0: exactly yeah and with those those tools yeah it can be you know I'm sure it can be really helpful
1: oh it's it is it's limitless
0: okay Uh, you mentioned earlier about uh, you you mentioned earlier um, networks you know have policies just by nature Mm -hmm. um you know how how do these policies kind of work are they you know they're obviously they sound like they're set in stone but you know every so often i'm sure you know they have to be changed they have to be you know enforced you know how how does that kind of you know work in the network are they you know are there golden rules or you know spirit in the network stuff like that
1: yes we have all of that uh so the policies uh are key it is, you know, there's an old saying the rules are the only thing that separates us from the animals. <laughs> and in the recruiting world, that's never, never true, you know, never truer because uh, the recruiting industry by default is can get pretty nasty. Right.
0: Uh, right. And
1: that's why people are coming in a little guarded because maybe they've been bit once or twice right. uh, by someone who said, sure, I'll split this with you or, you know, tell me who that client is.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah and there's that whole worry that they steal that information so we have those policies in in hand uh to protect you know because we we draw the line in the sand right right and that yeah. that gives comfort here and, and without going through all 18 of them on this podcast right uh really there are the main uh, the when you read through them there's a sense of well, there's a there's a layer of common sense when you read through them you would and you really have your head on right you can say okay that makes complete that's logical right uh, how that sh- how that should be handled so these weren't things that we just made up out of the air we we do go over them every once in a while and review them and do they need to be revised because of technology right um, okay
0: yeah right that's true because technology has evolved and i'm sure you know and that yeah. network has been around for for how long now
1: 33 years yeah 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 yeah. So but, but the technology may change when, when we get into the policy, right. one of the things that the the concept is woven through our policies is the but for rule, which is, you know, basically, but for what piece of information caused my interest. Right. And when you're in a network of recruiters who are sharing information left and right, there has to be those those rules specifically covering those that area of when someone gives you something. Okay. You know, what do you do with it? How do you treat it? Did you right. know of this before?
0: Now, I'm, I'm sure the intricacies can get pretty uh, can get kind of different.
1: They can, but the simplicity of that but four rule, when you really start to peel away the, the layers, uh, the, the simplicity is beautiful, and it solves so okay. many issues. It really does. Wow. Yeah. So you mentioned that there's
0: I think you mentioned there's six million candidates in the database.
1: Six million. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Wow.
0: That's crazy, that that's nuts. No. So is that is that you know recruiters going out there and you know actively searching on candidates and then just putting them in to the database or how's that process kind of? Yeah, go? so
1: that's there. There is a beauty in it and a mess to it, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you know what the way that it works, without getting too technical in this in this uh, episode, uh, you know these are it's basically the members of the network. Opening up their databases because eighty percent of them use Big Biller. and even ah, those who okay. don't use Big Biller can just do a bulk resume upload. And so you've got six point two million candidates in there, or something of that sorts. And you know, realistically, there could be some of those candidates that are, you know, passed on, right. not active anymore. But the tools again, going back, looping back to the earlier points so as far as knowing your tools. If you're learning the tool, you can search and be very specific with what you're pulling up Right. and you know you can only, you can do it to where I want to, I only want a resume that was added in, into the split or into the network candidates within this, you know, these three weeks, it can be that yeah, specific. Okay. okay. But still, I, that's, that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that still gives you some very powerful insight to what you no, have at your sure. fingertips. Right.
0: For sure. I, I would say, you know, if I was a recruiter and I was in the network, let's say um, if I was going searching, you know, if I needed a candidate, um, would, would I be looking for someone in a specific field or would it be like for like a job specific? Because I assume, you know, through six million people, you're not going to be searching someone by name. Right. I don't even think you can
1: do that. Right? No, you can't. It's actually the contact information is redacted because really, when you look at even though this is a network of trust. When you're running searches through that network candidate database, the the results don't show contact information because you're peeking okay. through everyone's sock drawer, really.
0: Right. And you just make right. requests.
1: When you look at it, you can see their work history. They were this these positions for this many years at, you know, uh, okay. and then here are the, here's the keywords that are actually extracted by the software that are a part of their title searches.
0: Okay. You can search
1: on previous titles, what they used to be and then keywords, and it's very, very powerful.
0: Nice, okay. Uh, In terms of, you know, the software and stuff like how the network works and stuff like that, are there like, you know, some sort of alerts or like things to like keep you, Mm. you know, up to date or, you know, something like
1: that? Yeah, there's actually alerts on, there's alerts on everything. I can, uh, there's alerts on recruiters. I can put an alert on, you know, if there's a recruiter in the network that joins or uh, updates their profile, that works X Y Z P D Q. Okay. Uh, the system will tell me. Uh, I can do the same on jobs and on the candidates, which is crazy on the candidate side because you're running a search on what people are adding to their database. Ah, okay. So it, okay. it's it's a little bit of snooping around. Right. But it, right. really, the point of this network is to connect with the people who work what you work what you do, and no right. better way to do than see what someone what someone's if they're active.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that debate, that'd be, that'd be super handy. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess on the, you know, on the other side, there's, you know, there's the, the candidate recruiter and then, but there's also the job order recruiter. Mm-hmm. What, what does, what does that sort of side look like? Are people, is it a similar thing where people are throwing job orders into a database as well, or is it like a
1: job board or. It's it's uh it's the same as it's a job database. Okay. Uh, so, they they're able to put the the job into their account and share it multiple different ways one okay. you know being to the network or this other tool that we call this called a network feed which basically sends it out on the internet and then the other me- members can run searches on the jobs that are put out into the split jobs pool and they have a lifespan right you just don't put jobs out there and then they sit out there forever
0: right they only they right. only last in
1: the system 90 days okay okay that way that way you don't have jobs that have been in there since you know Carter was president
0: yeah right yeah because i would imagine you know one gets lost by the wayside it probably would not touched you know it could be sitting around there so we keep and we do that to
1: keep it clean right so you okay there's 2668 active jobs in the network active right active okay okay
0: Hmm. interesting okay cool well uh yeah so this is the network huh um, I would say, you know, I, I have some other questions, I guess, you know, like how, you know, what has been your favorite part of, you know, running the network? Is it the events, you know, meeting all the recruiters, stuff like that? I would, I would say what are your, what's your favorite part about, you know, working with a split network?
1: Wow. Um, I think question. about that from time. It is a big question. I think about that from time <laughs> to time because I, I feel privileged uh, yeah. to be in this position because I've helped, uh. You know help people when they started out uh you know they've, they've been recruiting for a while or, and they've come to the network because they want to go out on their own and they it's the great big blue and yeah. watch them thrive and i've been i felt like i've been a part of that uh, helping them along the way uh so in the conference the conventions are great i love to put on the conventions and meet people face to face and observe them working together you know, in discussions and at the and building the relationships at these events. Cause it that's one of the reasons we actually do it. But I think one of the greatest joys uh, is certainly watching people succeed. Uh, there's just a, uh, the reward is it's not um, it's not something that you can put down on paper, how it makes you feel from, from my position when right. you see people, you know, trust the network and put their heart into it and, and, you know, go by the things that we've been telling people to do for decades and they make it happen and their lives change and they're making placements and they're working on their own. They're being their own boss. People and making great money and changing the lives of their candidates and their clients and their own uh, because of the relationships that they build here. And so that that's my greatest that's what i love about my job is watching wow. that happen and it ha- it's every day it's like something happens almost every day it's like oh this is wonderful top echelon network did that
0: yeah yeah no that's awesome like uh, you know listening to it it's like it sounds like a win win for everyone you know across the across it the is. board
1: it, it, it is if you do it right 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 yeah. if you it, it's yeah you know, i get every once in a while a couple times a month Someone yeah. will call me and asks like, "Well, how do I really do this?" I said, "Well, have you ever had a have you ever had a health club membership?" Right, right. Like, <laughs> and did you go like several times a week, <laughs> or did you just keep eating pizza and wings and then wonder why nothing's happening? <laughs> right, gotta you got to take you, that leap. Almost, you've got to do it. You've got to make it a part of your business. You got to make it a part of your desk. And if you do, it'll start working. It really will. Yeah. If not, it's it's. Uh, yeah,
0: it's, it is what you make it, right? It is what you
1: make it. You reap what you sow, or you grow. <laughs>
0: exactly. All right. Great. Well, uh, yeah, I think that was uh, that was a pretty comprehensive and complete uh, overview of the network. I think so. Uh, I think with yeah. that, you know, we can probably wrap it up. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us today, Drea, or joining me. And um, yeah, we uh, thank- look forward look forward to having you back on the podcast at some point.
1: Uh, thank you for having me, Austin. It's been uh, great talking with you as always. Of course all
0: right well to everyone out there uh, thank you for listening um we will be back with another uh, another episode next week um and yeah always be recruiting and check out topechelon.com as well as top echelon network for any split uh recruiting and placements have a good one